0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 403rd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me, Will.
1: I am now a bike person, and I'm going to become one of those kind of bike people because I spent a lot of money on my bike.
0: (laughs) Are you going to be one of those people where they're like, cyclists never follow the laws, but they want to be in the
1: road? I'm just going to be one of those ones that's like, Everybody should be riding bicycles. It's a wonderful way to live your life. And then I will have little stories like today. Literally, my first bike ride that I have taken in 34 years, what, what could possibly have happened? Maybe not the worst thing that could happen. Your but chain among, slipped. Nope. No. Among the worst things that can happen. Ran over a, a raccoon. Nope. I was... Um, Greg, this may be a clue that helps you out. I was riding my bike through Fort Snelling State Park. Silence. You don't know that in the beautiful beautiful Fort Snelling State Park, um, they have a fenced-off area that is an off-lease dog park. How nice. But you know what fenced-off dog lease... uh, Fenced-off no-lease-required dog park means? That There's all the dogs. dog owners assume the whole rest of the park is also off yeah. this dog, so that their dog, who they can't control, decides to chase the bike rider and bite his feet, or try to bite his feet. And what was even more entertaining was I was like, "I'm going to go faster because I'm going to outrun this dog." Uh-uh. <laughs> You're not going to
2: outrun that
1: dog. I didn't run outrun that dog. <laughs> You're not going to outrun that dog. I did not want to slow down, right? Because the dog was literally trying to bite me. <laughs> Man, this new Animal Crossing is really weird. Yeah, it is. Boy, Animal Crossing is... (laughs) I know, Mac, you like to do jogs around the island for your patrols. For some reason,
2: I thought they had closed Fort Snelling Park and Fort Snelling down completely this time around. Nope. Not yet. We're getting there. Greg's here. I am here. I have been to Fort Snelling. I actually did... Three years ago, they had, like solve a mystery at Fort Snelling. It was like a bunch of actors and you walked around Fort Snelling and they presented a murder to you and we got to try to solve it. None of us were all that interested, but it was kind of cool.
1: That sounds like fun.
2: Yeah, it was fun, but they've never done it again that we've seen. Not that I've checked.
1: I did notice this morning that the Mississippi is a bit swollen and a lot of the walking paths at Fort Snelling are under the water. (laughs) There was this one bench that's like... It's it almost looks like it's in the middle of the river, but it's a park yeah. bench.
2: We had a lot of <laughs> we, we had we've had a lot of precipitation up here, which just means it's going to get worse as it heads down river. But yeah, it's it snowed again. For those of you who were like, "Winter's over," nah. Oh.
1: The East Coasters not. who were like, "Oh, it's sixty-five here," and I was like, "It's snowing right now." It's
0: snowing. <laughs> it snowed. It melted, but it still snowed. We got some Pokemon news this week. Pokemon still pumping out news. I <laughs> should hope so. Well, yeah, they're, they're doing okay. I mean, they have we, tips
2: and tricks of what to do when you're trapped inside your house.
0: They do. We still don't have an announcement for the uh, Sword and Shield anime yet. We're into April. Uh, I guess the assumption was we would get the anime maybe in May? Well, we don't know anything It really about that.
2: depends on those voice actors being able to get into those voice acting booths, don't it?
0: if you if you have not seen there's actually a interview with vanity fair with sarah nato who's the voice actor of ash and delia and a couple other pokemon
1: english voice actor
0: she's the yeah. english voice actor okay before anyone listening to the podcast while they're sitting in their house social distancing goes veronica taylor is better <laughs>
2: You don't start
0: (laughs) One, don't start Two, Sarah's been doing this like four times longer than Veronica Taylor at this point So get over yourself
1: (laughs) Basically, yeah (laughs) Why haven't
2: you gotten all of these people on the show yet?
0: Look, I've Slacking I met Veronica Taylor We had
1: had Professor Sycamore We've already hit the pinnacle
0: that's, That's peak I've met Veronica Taylor I talked to Veronica Taylor She handed me her business card Said she wanted to be on the show I've emailed her Multiple times to no response. Although I haven't emailed her since a global pandemic took over, so maybe yeah, she's
2: like people are itching for things to do. Maybe but now's the time. Now's the time. Line up all the voice actors. They probably have a small recording studio at home.
0: I don't know what to like say to the well. I do. Well, like well, well, yeah, you do. But <laughs> like when we talk, <laughs> when we talk to Professor Oak. So Greg and I met the original Professor Oak again. Yes. The the original cast, while people, you know, love them because they were probably like nine years old when they heard the original cast, they they have done such a small portion of the anime compared to, you know, the 23 seasons that have now existed. There's not, like, much to say besides, like, all these original cast members were super bitter that they were in a contract with four kids and the Pokemon company decided to go with a different production studio. And they couldn't have those voice actors get moved over because of the contract that they were with, and so they had to recast everyone, and now the recast has lasted longer, much longer than the original cast, so it's not like they're ever coming back. (laughs) Like, in no situation, and I always see comments of like, oh man, I wish they would bring Veronica back. Why? They're clearly very happy with Sarah. <laughs> They've had her for 15 plus years. There you go. They only had Veronica for like six. Why in the world would they be like, hey, Sarah, we've loved your work for the past but, 15 years. But some dude on the Internet really loved Veronica. So we're going to put you on the bench for this upcoming dude. movie. Like that's just that situation is just not going to happen. They're like very, very happy with Sarah at this point. Otherwise, they would have recasted her. But anyways, if you there's a, like a seven-minute, very recent, came out like a month ago, seven-minute video on YouTube from Vanity Fair. They interview Sarah, and they she goes through of how the scripts get turned into English. Yeah. She has to slightly modify some of the lines to fit Ash's voice uh, movement, so they might have to add in words or take out words just to make sure it lines up. They show her producer, which, you know, paints the scene for her of, like, hey, Ash should be really exhausted here, or Ash should be very excited here. And it's really cool. It's very cool to see It's a very
2: cool video. I felt bad that they made her do both voices for that video, though, because Delia's in that clip, too.
0: All right. Well, let's, uh, let's dive into the show here. We have some Pokemon Go news, a little bit of Sword and Shield news, a little bit of TCG news. But we're gonna start with the TCG news. I did that wrong. There's probably a fourth thing that I'm forgetting. I'm looking at my tabs, but I'm I'm forgetting here. But, we'll start with this from Pokemon.com. Spring into the Pokemon TCG online. Never thought I'd see the day. Uh, claim a special weekly login bonus and earn double trainer tokens from daily verse Rewards all through April. Now is a great time to battle in the Pokemon trading card game online throughout April 2020. Players can earn a special, weekly login bonus, including digital booster packs and trainer tokens. Plus, you'll earn double the usual trainer tokens from daily versus rewards. They—that's pretty <laughs> much—that's pretty much the whole article. <laughs> that's it. Obviously, uh, if you bought in Sword and Shield packs, you can redeem those packs on the 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 TCG Online and get more booster packs. The new booster, the new expansion, Rebel Clash comes out at the end of the month, beginning of May. But uh, from what I haven't done this yet, I actually plan on uh, trying to stream some TCGO actually next week. Uh, They're pretty much handing out a booster pack a day just by logging in.
1: Oh, now it's another game I've got to log into every day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We've got to make a list.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can go down the complaints of the client is still not super great and it's still not on ios and it's still not on switch and i feel Uh, like it's
1: on ipad os which is ios technically sir no
0: it's technically ipad os they split it up i
1: i don't remember reading that on the internet
0: okay (laughs) I i believe they split it up last year where ipad os is technically different than ios and I don't want to hear anyone... This is this is me yelling at you guys because you're about to yeah. yell at me. I don't want to hear anyone being like, well, it's too small for iOS. If Hearthstone can make it work...
2: <laughs> it's too small for iOS.
0: I think it's mostly the client. I think the client is just bad, and they need to make a new client.
2: They it is is it it is an older-looking client. I will say that.
0: They did refresh the wood in the client. <laughs> so it's like a nice... What? So there was... So, like... Up until like six months ago, the is this the table? The table was like this. Oh, this, uh, brighter! It was more of like a uh, I don't know my woods. Where's Ar- Where's Aaron Spriggs? It was like it's a, a
1: walnut. A walnut. It's a
0: walnut now, but the old one was more like a like a cheap cedar that they just or a picked. Birch. A, maybe Ooh, a birch? No,
1: no, a pine. Yeah, pine. it was like a pine. Yeah,
0: cheap old pine. You know, not not sanded. You know, not not oiled up. You know, no stains. Just a very cheap, cracked pine wood. Very bad. And then the the board, the mat, very outdated. It look, it looked like it was right out of
1: two thousand four. Just to not confuse people, you mean no stain? Uh, when you say stains, that means somebody spilled something on it. No, stain I mean like a means it's been yeah, no stain. It oh. hasn't been colored.
0: Yeah, like a uh, like a wood stain. I've stained yes. some stuff.
1: Not wood stains. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they did update the wood and they updated the board. Uh, so that looks a little bit better. But the, I believe the engine behind it all is still not great. But if you want to play uh, the Pokemon trading card game before the pandemic and during the pandemic, really the only way to actually get players is uh, is through this because no one in Milwaukee at least played the TCG anymore. <laughs> Aww. Not that I know of, at least. I should check. I should check if there's any Pokemon leagues around me.
1: Well, people can play on Skype, which is what uh, the Vanguard community has really moved to. There's not, an no online sc- client Skype for Vanguard? It, definitely not. Um nope. There is one, but it's literally only accessible from this... Uh, dot r u domain uh will anderson computer don't go there
0: <laughs> that, that is scary. No, no one has made it in uh what's that board game crafter creator oh
1: tabletop simulator yeah. it's in there but honestly with the amount of effort that that takes it's far easier to just point a camera at your play mat and just play over video discord or video skype
0: got some more tcg news here this is also off pokemon.com pokemon tcg collectors chest Uh, Which, unfortunately, was not at Target when I went yesterday, but I guess this news broke yesterday, so... Oh, they said it's coming in spring. Prepare for a trip to the Galar region. In the Pokemon trading card game with a collector's chest that contains a variety of cool goodies fans will love. This TCG collector chest will include three foil cards, highlighting each of the Galar region's first partner Pokemon, Grookey, Scorebunny, and Sobble. It also comes with five TCG booster packs to add to your collection. A mini portfolio that can hold your favorite cards. Additional items like sticker sheets, a Pokemon notepad, and a coin featuring the first partner trio. To top it all off, everything comes packed in a sturdy metal case decorated with the images of the legendary Pokemon Zashian and Zamazenta. Uh, It's one of those lunch boxes. They've done one of those before. Also, the boxes we talked about last week, they were at Target when I went. Because I was like, you know what? I need to stock up on a, a couple booster packs here. Uh, those boxes were fifty bucks each for eight boosters and uh, an oversized card, and so I was like, "That's a hard no." <laughs> <Wait for laughs> yeah, you, to you got on, that right. A way for you to be on clearance, because I'm paying fifty dollars for less boosters and one of those boosters being X Y evolutions. If they were all sword and shield, I would have probably highly considered it, because at least with like elite trainer boxes, even though I'm paying a little bit extra for. The box and the card sleeves and the dice. At least I know everything in there is the newest booster, the newest pack of cards. Rebel Clash coming out soon, though.
2: Who are the rebels in this class? I was Wha-
0: just going to
1: ask the same what question.
0: What's happening? Toxicity. Like, get-
1: Did you know, and this is something <laughs> I found out only recently, that if you go to the lighthouse in the post game, mm-hmm. the band is set up there and you can watch them put on a performance.
0: And it takes like 18 minutes. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: once you start, you can't stop. Correct. Yeah.
1: Although they do warn you. They do warn they you. They do.
0: Yeah. What is it? It's like, um, what is it? Like S- Rillaboom, Toxtricity. Who else is over there?
1: Uh, Gilgamesh, what is the, your lanoon turns into, uh, Obstagoon. Oh,
0: Obstagoon. Is there a Seismitoad? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. Seismitoad feels like it would play a sick banjo. Banjo?
1: <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> you don't think Rillaboom,
1: Rillaboom is on drums. Of course, yeah. I think that is two as guitarists. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Obstagoon is the lead singer.
2: Is the lead singer. Oh, okay,
0: okay. But and if they needed a banjo player, they could call their <laughs> old your, friend Seismitoad.
2: When they do their Mumford and Sons covers, bring in Sizemore for the old banjo.
0: Right. I'm to, there has to be more musical pokemon. I mean, Echo didn't make the cut, so no no wind chime. There's not like a tambourine. Who
2: What's a wind chime in a rock <laughs> band? <laughs> name other than the Polyphonic Spree, name <laughs> one other band that would have a wind chime Wait, in it.
1: I it's on the it's on the tip of my tongue. Um They had one Jethro Tull.
2: Oh, Jethro Tull doesn't count. (laughs) Jethro Tull had every instrument that was ever designed throughout history on an album once. Harpsichord, throw it in. Sousaphone, sure.
1: And they only had one song. It was just like, they just...
2: (laughs) (laughs) They did. Jethro Tull doesn't need more than one song. That one song serves. It slaps. It does whatever slang for whatever era you're in.
0: I, uh, speaking of credits, I got credits on Animal Crossing, so I don't know about you guys, but, uh, I beat the game, so. wow, credits! How did you get credits? It
1: means he got KK Slider to come to his town. Uh... I did.
0: I, I, am here to tell everyone that, uh, KK Slider loved my town so much that he said that he will perform every Saturday night in my town, so while he might be available for the other days of the week. Saturday nights he's coming over to Tropicrama to perform, booked um, exclusively. So I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, you better hope you I, free up like a Tuesday well, night or something.
1: I, I'm just gonna I, quit I, now, like a fraud, because <laughs> there's no point that, that my I, I whole just, reason I, to play in was KK Slider.
2: I need to break it to you. I'm pretty sure you got KJ Slider. <laughs> The knockoff cover band—they rent out that dog suit. It's like a buck fifty, and it's got built-in filtration. And go to any town, so hit the, there's a record player inside. I mean, what is it? Me, me, me. me. Like, that's not even hard. I can do that. You got robbed, soon. That's why they threw up the credits. Like, don't pay attention to this fake performer on your stage.
0: Did they? Uh, uh, quick, quick <laughs> Animal Crossing minute. I'm sure. I'm sure some people are very quick. happy for this. Is that how it was in other... I- I've played every Animal Crossing, but it's such a blur, because, like, the first two weeks of the game go by so fast because it's uh, a bunch of new stuff, and then you just get into, like, repetitive, you know, daily task stuff that you end with. Do they throw up credits that quickly in other uh, games? Like, it's, just, always- whenever you get cake- it's whenever you get cake and slider, for what, what I it. remember. And then the credits get thrown up.
2: And the credits are yep. like, hey, you beat the game. I- <laughs> You've been waiting this time to see a dog. Uh here it is.
0: There's also meow. this weird this probably isn't a spoiler but when KK shows up you can start terraforming. Yeah. He's he gives you he throws you the construction hat from the from the wild audience it says go 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 to town boy. It's so weird that the the first you know artificial I would say maybe what it takes like maybe almost 2 weeks to get KK to show up if you're doing if you're work if you're working yeah. fast maybe a little bit quicker if you're not time traveling you can maybe do it in like 10 days. But they they do this thing where they're so set on you getting materials for everything, which is like new if you've never played. It's like, okay, well, now trees give wood and now rocks give rocks and iron and collect all of this stuff to build DIY and to build your watering can that just magically breaks
1: because when watering cans run out of water, (laughs) they just explode in your hands. Look, it is an infinite (laughs) watering can that has some sort of fertilizer in it.
2: Look, uh, the magic can't hold up forever, and when the magic is gone, it explodes, like all right. magic items do. D&D 101.
0: Pole and the ladder are clearly indestructible compared to the uh, exploding water can. So they, yeah, they're
2: not magic. They, those are mundane objects that you pull out of your magic pocket.
0: They give you this loop, and I think the loop is fine, although, like... It's really weird that video games have made things easier and easier and easier, and then they introduce something that is, like, tedious, which I think Pokemon has been really good over the years of doing, of, like, okay, well, uh, 50-50 nature, kind of tedious. What if we just put a person in the Pokemon Center and you talk to them and they guarantee you natures for the day, and then what if they were like, what if just every Pokemon you encounter with Synchronizer has the right thing? Not saying Pokemon is perfect. There are still tedious things in Pokemon, but over the years... P- the PC box
2: They have made many quality of life improvements
0: And then I feel like a lot of video games Including Breath of the Wild And now Animal Crossing They're like you know it would be nice Not having to worry about your watering can Explode in your face <laughs> But you now you have to craft these things And it's like fine okay you know Animal Crossing Is overall a pretty tedious game You're doing a lot of tedious things over and over It's literally a game where you're pulling weeds Most people don't want to do that in real life Nope and so you you get into this loop of doing the rhythm of like I got to cut I got to chop some trees I got to hit some rocks I got to create items and then KK puts on a show gives you the credits you beat the game he throws you the helmet and he goes go terraforming and none of that stuff requires any grinding they're just like you want to do unlimited paths you want to use this little slightly different shovel to knock down a mountain unlimited buddy but, hey, you can o- only
1: water, like, 30 flowers before that thing explodes. It's Well, wait, do you have the golden watering can yet? I don't, but that also explodes. Yes. No, the golden watering can cannot. No, it does in this game. It does. That is ridiculous. I mean,
0: you, you water, like, 100 flowers instead of 30, but still it still breaks. It's just, like, a little jarring that the terraforming, and let me tell you, after doing five hours of terraforming, it's not fun. <laughs> I took down an entire I mountain. I haven't
2: unlocked terraforming yet.
0: I took down an entire mountain in my town and I'm so I am glad that there's no you know you need 80 wood to terraform a mountain or something. You don't need anything. You can just take down the mountain, but it is it's it's, it's grindy. Uh it's just weird that the first half of that game they're like teaching you how to collect stuff and then the second half of that game they're like yeah, these these three new features: paths, adding water, and adding land. You don't need anything for it; just it's just unlimited. I don't know. I it's, mean, it's weird. It's
2: it's pretty smart though, because I will say at this point of crafting all those things, I'm real tired of it. So oh, I'm not. I they... love.
1: I I'm so much happier with crafting than anything else in that game. That that's what keeps me coming back. I love crafting I mean, stuff.
2: I, I did too at first. I like I'm crafting like dressers,
0: but the the tools are a l-
2: It's the tools that are making me frustrated. Like especially if I go to a Mystery Island and is there a way in game to see the durability left on something? No.
0: You have to you you'd have to usually <clears throat> count. Like every everything that you're building right now, that's not golden, but above the flimsy is like 30ish.
2: It's the ish part that's not good. Also, I did the tree planting thing and my trees aren't giving me more bells on Opposite days.
0: I'm still trying to figure that out. That's, we can't have this conversation right now. I'm still trying to figure out the
2: <laughs> You lied to me is what I'm saying.
0: The, okay, so old Animal Crossing fans, uh, let me do some gatekeeping here. They don't appreciate the changes in this game. <laughs> in, in old Animal Crossing, you couldn't throw things on the ground and then, like, go to sleep and save the game because in the morning they would be gone. So you can throw whatever you want the gra- on the ground at night, and when you wake up, it's still there. And also in old Animal Crossing, you could only hold, like, 20 items, and in this game, you can hold, like, 40 items. Yep. So, like, not only, not only could you, can you throw things on the ground, quality of life improvement, but you can hold double the things, quality of life improvement. But then they do this not quality of life improvement of your tools breaking. And then Constantly. they do this quality of life improvement of giving you this, this wheel to use. If you press up on the D pad, you have this uh, you know, the Last of Us, Destiny, literally every game that has like a ring that you can do. But that ring is useless. And the reason that ring I say is not that, useless. It, no, it that is not at all useless. This is why it's useless. Because you have to hold all your tools in your inventory. Which was like old Animal Crossing, you can only hold 20 items and, you know, 8 of those items were tools. Unless you were like, I don't need the watering can, I'm going to put it down. But, in old Animal Crossing, your tools didn't break. So I have a specific order I want my tools in. I want the slingshot and the net next to each other. So if I was to toggle left and right in the D-pad, I can go like, oh, I'm catching bugs. Toggle to the left, slingshot, get the balloon. Oh, there's a butterfly. Toggle to the right, go back to the net, boom. A very very powerful duo. You can steal it if you want. Slingshot, slingshot, uh, butterfly net, boom, 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 boom. But but they also like want like. So when you when you put the so the D pad left and right works for what the order they're in your inventory. So I have to in my inventory put the butterfly net next to the slingshot, and then I like put the fishing rod on this side, and then I put the ladder over here. So in my head, I can remember where it's going. Now, you could say, well, like just use the radio menu, but the radio menu doesn't care about anything. So I have to then go in and say, like, "Oh, well, this is some wrong order because it was remembering that I, I brought two fishing rods because I know a fishing rod's going to break, and I'm going to do a lot of fishing, so I built two fishing rods. And then once something does break, and you go build it, the radio menu doesn't remember it It doesn't ever, like I always just want my slingshot to be up on the radio menu But if my slingshot breaks And at some point I have I, I built a fishing rod before a slingshot It defaults the fishing rod into the radio menu before the slingshot Because it's like, well we gotta, we gotta fill the radio menu So what, what items do you have in your inventory? We'll just read the ones you just added
1: and we'll put them there It is infuriating It's bad <laughs> All right, so number one, this is a Steve-only problem. because Correct. No, it's not because you're
0: consistently making items.
1: No, n- no, I am not because my tools break once a week at most because I ain't playing this game as much as you are <laughs> no. and I don't have that many flowers to order, okay? And like a normal person, when I pop up the radial menu, I look at it and I say, oh, no, that's right. The, the, the shovel menu? is over if there. You
0: can't. Have it the set.
1: purpose of the radio menu is so that I don't sit there going blo-deep, 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 six times to get over to the tool that I want. No, if I only I'm have using to the radio two- menu,
0: I want to press up, hit down,
1: yes, boom, always you, net. You are a Steve. That is a you problem. That is not a universal problem. I I don't have this problem.
0: (laughs) If you're giving me a menu, let me set what things... Well, they let you set. You can manually change the radio menu. But as soon as tools break, then the radio menu's like, Well, I can't remember what was possibly here. I don't know. A shovel's always been... (laughs) It's so infuriating. Why?
2: I mean, why aren't you building the tool the minute after it breaks? Why are you carrying multiple tools?
0: Because, uh, okay, okay, fish. I'm going to go up to, I'm going to climb this mountain, the mountain that I just destroyed in Animal Crossing, Stringfish is leaving, it left by the time this podcast is up, I'm going to climb this mountain, I got 400 fish bait, <laughs> and I got like five fishing rods, and I'm going to sit here at the top of this mountain, and I'm going to fish for the fish.
2: Did you ever get it?
0: I did get it. That's why That's why you would build five fishing rods, because if all you're going to do is fish, the fishing rod's going to break after 30 fish.
1: All right, yeah, just and, dump
2: it on the ground next to you. No this, worries. This is,
1: so this is the, from Will Anderson. If you felt a dying need that you had to get that sp- string fish before it left at the end of March, you're playing Animal Crossing wrong, because... You're a game gobbler, and you're trying to finish (laughs) the game as quickly as possible. The Stringfish comes back in December, folks. I plan on continuing to play Animal Crossing in December. I want to be here for whatever holiday Christmas event they have. So I'll get the Stringfish then. Y'all need to chill. This is a chill game. A hangout, relax, pick a few fruits, sell them to your buddies. See, maybe there's some cute... Disturbing security monitor wallpaper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, the string fish wasted at least three days of my Animal Crossing experience. Didn't, didn't have to. Yeah, didn't but I'm all right to. with that. That three days distracted me from working on my house. Now I got time to work on my house.
2: Look, Not I just, your real house, your Animal Crossing house. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, I
0: mean, debatable. All right, well, Animal Crossing hour is over. All right, let's take a break. We got some more Pokemon news. We will be right back.
1: Did I see within, with my very own eyes, a sign that said the 4th of July is on Thursday, July 4th. All plans to move to Minnesota are canceled. Oh, it was really
2: good. Okay, but the kid is screaming Glory to America!
1: Okay, now the bad news. What?
2: I was not prepped for bad news.
1: I know. I'm not ready to handle this.
0: 2020 Pokemon Championship Series canceled. I guess this is not surprising.
1: <sighs> it's not surprising.
0: It's sad, but it's not yeah. surprising. Speculation is, if anything is not canceled as of now, it's, they're probably waiting for the city to force cancel it, so they don't have to pay any money. <laughs> Which I think is like what WWE did with WrestleMania. They waited until Florida was like, you know what? We're not having... We know that you want to continue the show, but we're going to tell you no. Whereas if they decided to cancel on their own, they probably would have had to go through insurance and stuff, right? Oh,
1: I'm, I'm sure insurance is involved one way or oh, the I other. Oh, I
0: guarantee it. It's like, such, Gen, uh, Gen Con has not canceled yet, right?
2: They have Correct. not. But, I mean, it is August. And most things are... But if they were
0: to cancel things now, out July. they would be punished. Whereas if Indiana says, we can't have Gen Con, and I'm sure Indiana's probably like, we need this money. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they are. My guess is they were waiting for the convention center to say, we c- we're not having you. So then they don't pay the penalty. But they're never going to say that in a press release. <laughs> <laughs> well... No. So what they did say in their press release is after careful review and pursuant to guidance set by for the local, regional, and national health authorities, as well as the World Health Organization, Public Health England, and Center for Disease Control for Prevention, we have made the difficult decision to cancel the 2020 North America International Championships scheduled for June 26th to 28th in Columbus, Ohio. I actually didn't know it was on Ohio this year. I thought it was going to be in Indiana and the 2020 World Championships scheduled for August 14th to 16th in London. With the cancellations of these pinnacle events, the 2020 Play Pokemon Championship Series is suspended and all sanctioned Play Pokemon events including League Club pre-release, League Challenge, League Cup Premier Challenge, Mid-Season Showdown. Hey, if you want to get into the TCG, think of all these events you could have went to. <laughs> are cancelled until further notice. No championship will be report, re, Will be awarded for the remainder of the season. Any points you earned this season will roll over in the 2021 Play Pokemon series. Which, for those that don't know, the 2021 series normally starts in September. Starts a yeah. month after the World Championships, which is August. We will look forward to which, actually, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Not, we're not waiting until January. We're only waiting till September. We look forward to celebrating the accompli- accomplishments for all our competitors at the expanded 2021 World Championships in London. So they have reconfirmed that Worlds 2021 will be in London. All invitations to the 2020 World Championships will be honored for 2021. I don't even know how many people hit 400 points. We are closely monitoring the health mandates, guidelines, and recommendations from the appropriate government agencies to determine when the resumption of events and operations will be safe for our communities. Further details are being actively worked on, and we will communicate them as soon as they will be finalized. In the meantime, we thank our millions of players, fans, organizers, and professors around the world for their continued support and understanding during these unique circumstances the Pokémon International championships and world championships are very special occasions for us, and we know how much they mean to the global play Pokemon community. We would like to recognize your hard work and dedication to our competitors, professors, and event organizers during the 2020 play season. And we hope that the spirit of friendship and community that are hallmarks of our amazing fans and these events continue during this challenging time, and that you take care of yourselves and each other's. We can't wait to celebrate and see you again. Oh, that's I nice. got an
2: extension on getting my passport.
0: <laughs> yeah, now you, for anyone, <laughs> you know, worried that they might miss a Worlds, that the London trip is a little expensive, you guys got a whole year to save up. Yep. Maybe I it's actually possible for the three of us to go to London next year. I'll
1: have to put it into my budget machine.
2: Yeah. I was, gonna, I like literally was like, I had all my stuff ready. I could have to get a real ID too. I had it all ready. I was like, I'm going to get my hair cut. I'm going to look all good for my pictures. <laughs> you got to do the
1: Will Anderson haircut. Come on, dude.
2: Nah, I'm letting it grow now. I'm going full Drew down as long as it's going to go. I'm not cutting it until oh, wow. this
3: is
1: over. I'm going to come out of this like that wizard from that book that's real boring. What's his name? Gorlock? Uh,
2: <laughs> Gandalf?
1: Jack, dumb that dude. Dumbledore.
2: Dumbledore. I, well, Dumbledore too. My next D&D character is Gorlock the wizard. <laughs> Do you like Gorlock? For sure. Uh, <laughs> mark this day.
0: Besides worlds and besides nationals, the other biggest Pokemon event that takes place... Is the Olympics? No, uh, I was going to say, well... <laughs> I think Pikachu was involved in the Olympics. Is, is Pikachu He, he wants operating... to say
1: Pokemon Go Fest, no, which no, no. I not. told you guys months ago I... wasn't going to happen, and I construed this whole thing to make sure <laughs> that there would be no Pokemon Go Fest. I am the Scooby-Doo villain here.
2: <laughs> I mean, old man Anderson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so besides nationals and worlds, the other biggest Pokemon event I would argue is Pikachu Outbreak which takes place in August and it's usually a 12-day event and you sign up for one of the days to go and that does line up with the Japanese Go Fest usually or it has been but we have no clue if that's going to get canceled or at least they haven't said Pikachu Outbreak was the beginning of august and worlds was august 14th so i'm going to assume that they're not doing it this year but i don't know i guess we'll keep our eyes out for that that was another that's like my uh that's on my list of things that i want to go to one day is a pikachu outbreak that would be fun uh well well speaking of competitions the sword and shield 2020 international april online competition is still happening uh the competition period will take place Thursday, April 9th to April 12th. So if you're listening to this on April 6th when the podcast comes out 2020, you will have until when technically and <laughs> uh, technically until the competition starts to sign up. I will I'm going to tell you that you can only sign up until Wednesday. Actually, I'm going to tell you you can only sign up till Tuesday. If you're listening to this podcast, just sign up now. This is yeah. this is to get the ball the great ball guy shirt. So now we had this problem last time. I told people to sign up to get your reward. And a lot of people did sign up. They listened. They went in. You don't need a team. You don't need anything ready. You just gotta go to the versus menu. Online competitions. Sign up now. There'll be a little like now there'll be a little like red button saying like new accepting people. Very very easy, very easy to see. And so, last time, we told everyone to sign up, and they did, but you have to complete at least one match (laughs) in order to actually get your reward. And so, uh, at least in our Slack community, shout out to, you know, our patrons, they were like, well, we signed up, but we forgot to do the match. (laughs) So, they still didn't get the reward. So, this time, you're listening to this podcast, you're at home, you're on your bike, and dog's not chasing you, pull over. Pop out your Switch, sign up, and then we will let you guys know this weekend, at least in Slack and on Twitter, to do your one match. Look, you can go in with a Squovit, a Wulu, a Rookedy, and a Cramorant, because you got to bring at least four, and you can just lose that match to get your shirt. You have to do one match. So sign up now. We'll remind you this weekend to do your match.
2: Sign up now if this is a Monday or a Tuesday. If you're listening to this later in the week, too late. Get
0: wrecked. Technically Wednesday's still good. The competition will take place Thursday night and then go till Sunday night. They were awarding battle they were awarding championship points, although this article has not been updated. It is for March twenty sixth, so this article came out before they canceled Worlds. <laughs> I don't know if they're still awarding championship points, it doesn't say. But you get a shirt.
1: So that's good. I'm sure they are, because they're rolling them o- over. Yeah, they so. are rolling
0: them over. You cannot use a rental team for this. So if you don't have a team ready, again, you can go in with your team that you beat Leon with. But you got to do one match, compete. That's this weekend. There's your reminder. Last bit of news here is going to be some Pogo news, some Pokemon Go news. We have uh, a new event, which I don't know if there's a coincidence or if they uh it's April and we don't have a, uh, an event scheduled every weekend <laughs> like like we did in 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 February and March. So I don't know if that's a coincidence or not, or if they were like, you know what, let's cut down some events because people can't go outside. But
2: that, that's more likely. That's
0: probably more likely. So the first event here is the the egg eggathon. I don't know what they call it.
2: Eggtacular. Yeah.
0: The, uh, bunny day. Bun- this is the third year they they've it. done it. So this is from Thursday, April 9th through Thursday, April 16th, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Local time. Uh, It will feature the following Pokemon appearing in the wild. Execute, Chansey, Mareep, Meryl, and Torchic. If you're lucky, trainers, you may encounter a shiny Execute. Baneri will be wearing a flower crown, and Pikachu will also have a flower hat. They will be appearing in the wild. If you're lucky, you may encounter shiny ones too. Following Pokémon will be hatching from eggs more often. You will be getting 2K eggs and you will be getting a Pichu. Wait for it. Wearing a flower crown. Togepi, you know it. Wearing a flower crown. Happiny, Munchlax, Tyrogue, Chingling and Riolu. No crowns there. Hat no, free. Hat they are free
2: less. Sans crown.
0: All eggs received during the time will be 2K. There will well, be... Event received from
2: gifts, specifically, right? Yes,
0: received from gifts. There will be event-exclusive ex- research that will award you a lone Executor, a Zoomeril. and if you're extremely lucky, Audino. Okay. Audino! <laughs> uh, Maybe... Maybe shiny? It doesn't say, but it says It doesn't it be, say. It's
2: not. Yeah, okay. Let's just say it's not. And if, you, if you do have one, it's hacked.
0: Uh, a Togepi-themed bag and hoodie will be available for purchase in the in-game shop. It will also include double the hatch candy, and your lucky eggs will last for one hour. And remember, as mentioned abo- above, it's still half the egg hatch distant bonus until further notice, and it will be applied to this event. Your two k eggs should actually only be one k egg, so maybe now's well, the time to invest in I'm a moving
2: good zero eggs,
0: a good sock. <laughs> I've got
2: zero movement
0: or <laughs> sock.
2: Yeah, I've flip seen
0: it people around. put their phone in a sock and then just spin the sock to hatch eggs.
1: What? Um, so That's an old trick. The, what's the speed limit on uh, twenty miles um, an 20. hour? Twenty. I I need to get one of them speed.
0: There's also Please. a contraption on on Amazon that will hold your Pokeball Plus or your phone, and it will rock it back and forth.
1: Oh come on, really, people?
0: I feel like Look. to me that's like time traveling in Am- Animal Crossing. <laughs> At the end of the day, does it really matter? <laughs> no, I mean play the game how you want to play, but like Pokemon Go is is an actual visual. An actual visual of how much I've walked in life.
1: <laughs> or ridden your bike.
0: Or, or your bike.
1: not
2: walked or left your house, which is what mine is.
0: Hey, uh, Will, since you're a bike owner, you can now go down the deep, deep Kickstarter uh, rabbit hole of I'm a, bike I'm accessories. I'm a cyclist.
1: Thank you. Oh. I'm a cyclist. Thanks.
0: I feel like the number <laughs> one thing that is is nonstop on Kickstarter is board games. Everyone and their mother kickstarting a board game
1: so i have a very fundamental kickstarter rule that if it is not uh produced by uh greg leatherman i don't invest
0: yeah and then the number two thing i feel like is bike accessories what kind
1: of bike accessories
2: yeah oh now i'm looking you know i'm looking
0: oh they which have b- they have speedometers and lights and flashing uh, yeah. things and, well, and, and lights and which are it? important I what's, mean, what's lights are really important.
1: amazing. If if somebody else is out there is like me and hasn't ridden a bike in thirty four years, the number of things that they can sell you to stick on your bike—that's what I'm saying. Is That's why Kickstarter, mind blowing.
0: That's why at uh, one point I was like, "I okay." At one point I was addicted to Kickstarter. I wasn't actually addicted to the products I was receiving. I was just like, "I want to back this." There's exclusive of rewards. I could be one of the first. And then I fell down the bike rabbit hole on Kickstarter, and I was like. Maybe I should get a bike. So this is when I you have a real should. job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you... Did you find the rabbit hole, Greg?
2: Oh, yes. Uh, green disc, the Eco Chain Care. Uh, lubricate your bike chain in seconds and protect the environment. Elevate the bike rack for any living space. Which, sadly, I'm really drawn to that because I need a place to put the bike. You can get your bike, your graphic, custom bike graphics displayed for your wall.
0: There has to be like 40 different lights Right now active on the world's Kickstarter.
2: first auto unlocking smart bike lock
0: Oh I mean yeah that. locks locks are really popular.
2: Bike clip the most versatile bike stand D light the intelligence the intelligent bike light which I came into that uh e- uh Flector three sixty the bike reflector with three hundred and sixty degrees of visibility uh the bottle holder the DC Tri the first truly universal stand up e bike. Farm cycle. I don't think bike... Farm cycle? Milk. Yeah. What is that? Like,
1: till your soil for you while you're riding?
2: Uh, three friends ride their bikes from Spain to Sweden while visiting and working on farms. Oh, you so... You want to fund them doing that? Yeah,
1: we're kickstarting your vacation. Yeah. Okay, I see yeah. how that one goes.
2: I lock it GPS, smart security for your bike. PAL, A rechargeable light for indoors and outdoors. One year commuted. Gripster interior bike storage made simple. I'm sorry. To, to I, I'm sorry to all bike, bike owners look.
0: listening to this podcast that didn't know that <laughs> Kickstarter has <laughs> has an unlimited supply of things to accessorize your bike.
3: Well, oh, I, you know.
2: I am only halfway through the page.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm I am sure there's probably 20 more popping up by the time this podcast is out, too.
1: So I will say one thing that my friend Chris told me, uh, one of the three Chris's that I, it's one of, he's very wise for his years. I, I must say that, um, he said that bike locks, no matter what the bike lock is, uh, all they serve is to keep honest people, honest, and you should never rely on a bike lock to actually keep your bike from getting stolen. Cause if somebody really wants to steal it, that bike lock's not going to do it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Ooh, the nutter.
1: Excuse me. This is a PG show. The
2: Nutter, the next generation of the Bicycle Multi-Tool.
0: April Pokemon bike Spotlight Hours. Thank you, trainers, for your bike <laughs> knowledge and your feedback from the Pokemon Spotlight Hour and Mystery Bonus Hour. We are continuing to test these mini-events, and we're happy to report that we are combining them into one weekly event for the month of April. We wanted to provide you some of this information of the combined events so you can prepare. These, I'm actually really excited for this. There's uh, not a lot of Pokemon news that gets me out of my seat, but um, because of the changes they've made to playing at home, and because of the, sp- the spotlight hours overlapping with that, uh, these have been really actually fun to do. So for the month of April, Pokemon spotlight hours will take place every Tuesday at 6 p.m., but the local time, so your time, and I've done a couple of these on Twitch, and it is actually surprising to how many people have never heard of Spotlight Hour. This has existed for, what, like, three months now? Two months? Where they're like, every Tuesday uh, something's happening.
2: <laughs> I want to say three. I feel like it's, I don't know, I feel like it's started this year.
0: Yeah. The I feel stuff, like
1: Steve complained about this really correct. harshly probably about five weeks ago.
3: Yeah.
0: What? The Spotlight? Yes. Uh, well, I, was I complaining that they... What was I complaining about?
3: Uh,
2: I don't listen to you. Okay, that's true.
1: Well, I think it was probably along the lines, because I think it was in the same episode where Steve um, did the... Uh, I won't use the word hypocritical. That sounds but, right. That sounds like me. Uh, let's say, walked in one direction and then walked in another direction. At first, he said, Pokemon Go is a game about getting outside and walking around. <laughs> and then later <laughs> in the episode, that. said... I don't want to have to go out to have to find where all of the different raids and things are. Okay. That's like, not fair no, no, to me.
0: No, no, those are two different complaints. <laughs> <laughs> and yet when put next to each other, boy, oh, boy, I do want to get up and leave my house. But when I do get up and leave my house, this is the I remember. I remember this complaint because somebody else, uh, 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 else tweeted me on Twitter about the like, oh, didn't you say one thing, but then said, said the different thing. My complaint was, if you're going to make clone Pokemon be a week-long event, I can't find the clone Pokemon. Like, if you're making this a limited event and I'm actually going out to find the clone Pokemon, why am I seeing Alolan Marowak nonstop? Like, just take the Alolan Marowak away for a week. I never saw a Venusaur that entire week, and I was in Boston. I saw Blastoise and Charizards, but I never saw Venusaur. But boy, boy, oh boy, I saw nothing but Alolan Marowak. So that's my complaint.
1: Well, you're going to really hate the May event then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's the May event?
1: Not telling.
2: <laughs>
1: what were we talking
0: about? April Spotlight. <laughs> there you go. Okay, here we go. So Tuesday, April 7th, this week, it will be Purloin Spotlight Hour. You will earn twice the XP for catching Pokemon. So double XP for catching any Pokemon. And they seem to be increasing Purloin. Purloin cannot be shiny. It's possible that they will turn it shiny. Or maybe they just want people to have Lipards. I don't know. For the next Tuesday, April 14th, it will be Magnemite will be in the Spotlight Hour. So you get a bunch of Magnemite. Those can be shiny. You will earn twice the amount of candy for catching Pokemon. So, I guess if you really want to stock up on Magnemite Candy, Magnazone's a pretty good attacker in for gyms, uh, in my opinion. Has Steel-type move, electric type move, I don't know, kind of bulky. You need Magnazone? there you go. All Pokemon will have double the candy. And then, the 21st, it will be Wobbuffet in the spotlight. You will earn twice the amount of candy for transferring Pokemon. Try not to transfer any of your Pokemon until that Tuesday. And then do a mass transfer then. Uh, if you're like me, always living at the Pokemon Go limit. If you can hold off that long, you get double the candy. And then, I guess Wobbuffet can't be shiny. Why not can be shiny? It's possible that Wobbuffet will be shiny, since they made Pseudo Widow shiny for this past event. And then the final week, Tuesday, April 28th, Pidgey will be in the spotlight. And you will earn double the XP for evolving your Pokemon. So, maybe stock up on that Magnemite and that Purloin candy, and then evolve on the 28th. Nothing about the Thursdays, though. The Thursdays also have events, but they didn't say anything about that. Maybe Isn't,
1: they're going to cut those out.
2: But are they still doing Wednesday spotlight raids?
0: They were until two weeks ago that they canceled them.
2: And, okay.
0: And your incense will still work, your Lucky Eggs will still work, your Stardust will still work during these spotlight hours. Um... Lucky eggs, uh, at least for well, the double XP will not work with the lucky egg because the lucky egg hour bonus. Well, it will work with a lucky egg, but the hour lucky egg starts on the ninth, um. So you have to use two lucky eggs during that time if you're uh, if you're um, trying to maximize XP. This is the last bit of news here, which is uh, maybe exciting. I don't know. A little bit of COVID stuff here, From this is from Nianticlabs.com, Niantic so not the Pokemon Go blog, but from Niantic directly. Embrace real-world gaming from home, dear Niantic community. We are reaching out to extend our best wishes for your wellness at this time of the unprecedented challenge of COVID-19 pandemic. The increased physical and mental strain can have a lasting impact on people. We're here for you. But the world has changed, so what can we do? We created, we created Neantic with the mission to help people get outside, exercise, and explore the world with the ultimate goal of helping people connect with others. You two better have Shadow Ball. Today, we support a global community of hundreds of millions of people that look for our games for a regular entertainment and an opportunity to get outside and connect with friends. We have always believed that our games can include the element of indoor play that complements the outdoor exercise and explore DNA that we have built. Now is the time for us to prioritize this work with the key challenges of making playing indoors as exciting and innovative as our outdoor gameplay. We are adding this product to our roadmap so we can enable more ways to play inside and around the home in the coming days and weeks when the world needs it the most. While it's impossible to predict how the situation with COVID will evolve globally, we're going to make the following changes to our game and live events. Exercise. So, there are four things here. Exercise. You can track your steps indoor with Adventure Sync, so activities like cleaning your house or running on a treadmill will count towards game achievements. We're going to make improvements to Adventure Sync, so this works better with indoor movement and activities. Number two, social. We are enhancing our in-game visual social features to enable players to stay in touch when they can't meet in real life. Soon you'll be able, You will soon be able to team up with friends and take on raid battles together in Pokemon Go from the comfort of your home. We'll get back to this. Explore. We are looking to we are also looking in how to we can in how to how we can help players virtually visit and share memories with their favorite real-world places until then until they can visit once again in person. And finally, live events. We are reimagining what it means to participate in a Niantic live event this summer, and we are putting our creative energy towards bringing that excitement directly to your home. That means we are working on an entirely new way to enjoy Pokemon Go Fest. More details coming soon. Oh,
1: curses
0: foiled again. (laughs) As our community knows, we've already made a number of changes to adapt the current environment where where group play is no longer possible and outdoor activity may be restricted. We have launched a new form of gameplay in Pokemon Go called Go Battle League (laughs) that you can play anywhere in the world, (laughs) including your home. We have reduced the walking requirements for Go Battle League from three kilometers to zero and introduced deeply discounted incense and Pokeballs so people can play. People can catch Pokemon without having to travel. Gifts have been far more useful content. We've increased the storage so you can send and receive more. I'm going to skip the Harry Potter stuff. I'm going to skip the.
2: Did they not. Did we ever talk about the fact that they increased the gym interaction distance?
0: They just did that this week. So, oh, okay. um, your circle around you is 50% bigger, which I still can't reach the gym from my house with that, <laughs> but also I am sure there's, and I'm, I'm sure there are situations where that 50% does help some people. So I think that, I think that was a good thing overall. But I'm not going to be entitled and say like, well they should have increased it to a thousand percent cause then I can reach the gym from my couch, it's fine. It literally takes me 60 seconds to leave my front door, walk to the gym, swipe it and walk back. And in all honesty, I should probably be doing that because I work at a desk all day. (laughs) So I should be walking down the street, spinning the gym and walking back. Okay, so Pokemon Go Fest, they didn't say that it's canceled. But it doesn't sound like anyone's traveling to Pokemon Go Fest. My assumption, I'm guessing, I would love to hear your guys' thoughts, is Pokemon Go Fest will be something like the Genesect event or the Regigigas event where you will pay probably 10 bucks, You will get some sort of benefits. This was the main reason I wanted to try the Safari Zone event at my house because I wanted to see what that was like. And obviously, Greg and other people I've talked to who left their house that day, they were able to encounter more Pokemon, and ideally more shiny Pokemon, if you care about that, because they were seeing more Pokemon, by leaving their house. That being said, in my house, during the Safari Zone event, I did get nonstop ability to catch Pokemon, because the incense was popping every 30 seconds. Um, so I did have something to do, the entire seven hours I played from home but i understand i probably would have saw more pokemon if i left but because of how they can make an incense work they can definitely make constant pokemon spawn in your house if they were to do a paid go fest at home and i don't think it's going to be free
2: <laughs> no, no there's no, no. way it's going to be free
0: some go fest happening at home this year
1: i i know i i think that that's like i agree 100% um and they're probably going to find some way to do a version of research tasks that does not require spinning PokéStops so that you can do a series of tasks. I mean, they can do the the Professor ones, right? Well, that just kind of get yeah. delivered to you from the Professor.
0: Well, the Safari yeah. Zone one was good, too, because, you know, take a picture of your Pokémon. Okay, now all of a sudden you have 100 more Great Balls. Like, they, they kind of figured out how to keep you slightly replenished through easy tasks that you can do. I would assume if it was like a Pokemon Go Fest, they would be more than six. I think there were six tasks for the Safari Zone. Two pages. I think Each page had three each.
2: I need a reason to interact with the game at this point. So a Go Fest would help with that, because right now, I mean, I'm not interacting with my phone a lot as it is, because I'm at home and I have my full computer and I have a Switch and I have an Xbox and I have all sorts of other things that keep me entertained. And quite frankly, I just don't... Since I'm not walking as much, and I'm not downtown where I have a bunch of stops, I'm just not interacting with the game. I'm just not. So having like an event to pull me into it that I can do with y'all is something that I'm interested in. And I I don't really care a lot what that looks like, as long as it's not incumbent of me traveling around the city. (laughs)
0: And then the other thing that people got super excited about was the, you'll soon be able to team up with friends and take on raid battles together in Pokemon Go from the comfort of your home. Literally no clue what that's supposed to look like. Nope. Yeah. Is that like, who starts the raid? Like, is it a situation where you have to be friends with somebody on your list? And is it a situation where... I can't. Okay, this is this is what I imagine. I could be wrong, <laughs> but this is what I imagine. I imagine that they're not bringing raids to your house. I don't imagine that there's suddenly going to be a poker stop at everyone's house or a gym at everyone's house. What I assume is if me, Will, and Greg are friends, and Greg is at a Target, and there is a Cobalion popping at Target, Greg logs into the lobby because he is out and about and at the Target, the Target Ball or whatever. Uh, and then we, Will, and I can then get invites to join that. But one person still has to go out and do it and act. I can it. see that.
1: I, I, I don't think that's it yet. Uh, I'm seeing, thinking more of maybe something like a max raid battle and like star pieces, wishing pieces, where it's like you can get items. Through some sort of research tasks or something that allow you to launch a raid from your house, and then you can invite people.:
0: If they want to do this I in can... more, in, if they want to do this in the next coming weeks, because they also I think somewhere they said, I think it was on Reddit, they replied to somebody saying, like, "Oh, we just started working on this." If the raids already exist and they're already active and they're already on timers, and somebody does it, it seems easier. Systematically, to just be like, let me just invite my three star friends, just like I would invite my three star friends to a GoFest ticket because the app knows your friendship level between people.
2: Yeah. I mean, I could also see them running it like Go Battle League, where there's low level raids for free that you can do maybe once a day. And then if you have a, pre- a premium pass, you can get the higher. Level raids if you pay for it, and then you have the ability to like set up a time and say, "Hey, let's all be here. I'm going to send you the code or the invite, and I've paid for these raids, and it's run like Go Battle League."
0: They still want their dollars though.
2: Yeah, but I mean, if you're looking at if you're looking at one star raids in the one and two star raids in the first path, and four and five star raids in the paid path they're still getting paid yeah my people are still gonna pay for the better raid
0: i'm assuming you still have to be friends with the person
2: i don't yeah i'm oh absolutely i'm assuming
0: they're going to maximize and use the friend the friends list so i don't think like i can i can plug my uh iphone into my elgato and then stream raids and just like max raid battles that we do on Monday nights, I don't imagine that I'm going to be like, all right, Pokemon Go raids, everyone watching my stream, jump on in. I would assume that it's probably restricted to the friends list. And you probably, what was Go Fest? You had to be at least two star friends, which is seven gifts.
1: Yeah, it's like one week.
0: One week. I just don't see a situation where you're just sitting on your couch doing raids nonstop. Even if you have the money to do it, even if it's like, well, I can do, you know, six raids an hour and I'm just going to spend $6, $6, $6 and four hours later, I've spent 24 bucks doing raids nonstop there. I feel like there still has to be a trigger of like one per, uh, maybe, they, maybe there doesn't. But then at that point when they take this all away, when the world is finally finished and, and hopefully over this thing. Do people just, do they get burnt out? Do they not care? Do they go like, well, I'm never going to leave a raid again, or do does antic remove the feature and people are like, okay, this is now a worse game? Like, I feel like there still has to be one person doing, like, going out and activating this. I just, the, the situation of just sitting there doing raids nonstop doesn't seem like the, it seems like a very lazy, like, well, we can get our money this way and people can do it, and... I, I don't know it just seems like a, a, a quick thing to implement and then like a harder thing to remove and like try to justify of like okay now you have to leave to do the same thing you were doing from your couch.
2: Yeah I mean I don't know if <laughs> we aren't de- I mean it's pretty easy it- saying hey one person still has to go out into public it isn't a great look right now. <laughs> like yeah
1: yeah that's
0: the problem well it's i like mean they've increased can't encourage anything. they literally that. just increased the thing to reach gyms
1: easier though <laughs> like they
0: like yeah, not, so you but,
1: don't have to go out in public
0: yeah, yeah I but mean, you still don't have the, to they, go out in public to activate a, a raid right like if you were close enough to a gym so let's just pretend the burger king next to you will was a gym and the egg popped and you could reach it from your uh luxurious boutique apartment you could then text me and Greg and you could say, oh, I see a Landorus popping in 45 minutes. Are you guys free? And then we could be like, yeah. And then you join the lobby. You invite us. And that way there's still some artificial time thing instead of you being like, all right, you want to do Landorus? Cool. Okay, you want to do another Landorus? Cool. Well, well, let's just keep doing Landorus until we get shiny. Oh, shi- I know Landorus can't be shiny. That's a bad example. But like that would be the alternate situation of like, let's just keep doing them over oh, wow. and over.
2: I don't think that's the alternate situation. I don't think that you'd be able to do them back-to-back-to-back if there's no movement involved. I think there is definitely a timer set in place, but, I mean, this thing that you're talking about, most people aren't by gyms. I mean, I don't live next door to an entire art installation. I do have to travel for that. The situation of, oh, I can reach it even when it's extended, like, I live in a populated area, and... I still have to travel a mile to get to a gym. I still have to do that work. I still have to go out in a time when shelter in place orders are everywhere. So I don't know that they can say, Hey, you have to, one person has to take the risk of going out to find a raid. Like ethically, I don't know that that's a decision they can make. I and mean, and they also, may. The,
1: the other half of this is that I think anything that they roll out to make the game more playable at home without going out, they're not going to roll back. So that whatever they do for this raid mechanic for people to be able to do it from home, that's that's just going to be in the game for all time.
2: It's a it's a it's a quandary. I don't know what they're going to do, but I I don't think heading out to find an active raise is going to be a big part of it. I imagine that they'll say, hey, you can do one free one from your home a day, but if you are able to go out or something, they might say, then you can do it more.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. It's a real weird thing.
2: It's... we're in a weird time.
0: I have no clue when, when... like, how fast can they get something like this ready, though? Like, I feel like something...
1: Something like the oh, buddy feature or something. Google people, they're real smart. Yeah, they can do lots of stuff. Maybe right.
2: they got nothing
0: but time. Yeah, they're all just sitting at home anyways, slamming their <laughs> keyboard. just they, waiting. They just waiting for something about. to happen. If it comes sooner than later, cool. Maybe, it, maybe it's even simpler than we think. Maybe it's more complicated. I don't know. But that's on uh, Neanticlabs.com That'll be in the show notes if you want to read it. There's some stuff about Harry Potter and what they're doing with Harry Potter. There's some stuff about Ingress, what they're doing with Ingress. I don't think I read this, but it says in areas where it's permitted by local authorities, outdoor walks, practice with pro- proper social distancing will continue to be a great way to contribute towards your physical and mental health. You will be able to still play our games while you do that. These changes we are making is an alternative when that is not possible.
1: Bike rides are good, too.
0: I saw a lot of people riding, riding the bike when I was at when I drove through the park the other day. A lot of people playing tennis, too.
2: Yeah, that's the one that I'm like, hmm. I mean, yeah, you are a distance apart. So, I guess that's fine.
0: Everything else was pretty empty except the tennis courts. There was <laughs> maybe there was like a little mini tennis tournament happening. I was like, "Hmm, tennis. Interesting."
2: We had some youths playing basketball and I glared at them as I was walking my
1: dogs.
0: Oh, uh shout out to uh Stuart who sent in the uh championship cancellation news in our addict channel. Pokémon of the week
1: well, okay, clues from last week's Pokemon of the Week. Uh special a- a addition to this addition spelled A, not E. Uh, Steve actually mentioned the Pokemon of the Week earlier in this episode. Uh, bum, bum, bum. So this Pokemon makes either seven tones or cries, uh, which result in ultrasonic waves that have the power to knock foes flying. There's a suction cup on the top of its head. Um Cannot learn Fly, but it only has the ability to Levitate, no other abilities. Uh, first appeared in Ruby and Sapphire, last time it actually appeared in a game, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, interestingly enough. Um, does not have a particular typing that you would think that it would have from looking at its physical form. Um, it's stage 100 in Pokemon Shuffle. And it used to be able to be picked up with a cleanse tag, which is a particularly useless item. Who is that Pokemon? It's Chatot. Ugh, you're the worst. He got it right this time. Let's just give it to him. Whatever. <laughs> Throw the script out the window. It's Chatot. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: Finally. No, it's Chimecho. I knew it was Chimeco. You did chime, you big liar.
1: Echo. Correct. Chime Echo is the is the answer.
2: Chime Echo is a combination of chime and echo. Whoa.
0: <laughs> Mind blown. Mind blown. Chime Echo's national <laughs> Pokedex number and the number of episodes in which it first appeared is the same, 358. Do you think that's ever on purpose? Do you think that's just like some like coincidence?
2: That is not on purpose. They record those things so out of order.
0: Chime Echo's index number is the very last in Gen 3, inclu- excluding glitch Pokemon like Unknown, except in Pokemon Gale of Darkness, which this trait- One of the greatest games ever. Belongs to Munchlax.
1: That's like the
2: weirdest trivia. I, make based on
1: I don't, a don't even understand child. what that means.
0: In each Pokemon game of Generation 3, all Pokemon have an unseen index number to identify them in the game's ROM. The majority of them are in the National Pokedex order. In fact, Pokemon 001 to 251 inclusive are in the same position they are in the National Dex. It is important to note that unknown data stored in the index number is 201, Meaning that the index number 413 to 439, unknown B to question mark, are empty spaces which are occupied only by sprites. Unknown letters are determined by their personality value and different sprites, index number 413 to 439, depending on personality value. However, in Gale of Darkness, the unknown letters have been moved to the index number 415 to 441 to make room for Bonsly and Munchlax. Come on, did you know that?
1: I guess I kind of understand now somewhat.
0: So, for whatever reason, Chimecho appears after Deoxys in the index number as well before that.
1: Possibly because Chimecho, much like Vasculin, was an afterthought. Oh my gosh.
0: And then... We need more (laughs) Windchime. Yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) We need another psychic Pokemon, (laughs) guys.
2: More Cowbell.
0: All
1: right, is there any other Chimecho trivia?
0: No, no. This literally—that's it.
1: All right. James had one, I believe. That is, he had one for a short period of time. You are correct. All right. This week's Pokemon. This is going to be a shorter one. Either it's going to be very easy for you, or it's going to be real hard for you. That's sometimes that's just the way the chips fall. Here we go. This Pokemon falls squarely into the type least appreciated by Greg, even though it is debatable whether it should. I don't know what the term is for people who do not like artificial constructed life forms, but I will use the term biologist. Greg is a biologist. (laughs) This week's Pokemon has a unique ability not seen in any other Pokemon. The ability very simply increases its special attack every time another Pokemon faints. Very few people know of this ability because in most competitions, you cannot use this week's Pokemon. While it has existed for almost four years, it has not been available in many games. I will say the most fun thing I discovered about this week's Pokemon is that, when looking at an anagram descrambler scrambler for its name, I discovered that the letters in its name can be used to spell anagram, if you leave one letter out. I wonder if the Pokemon company knew this when it was named. That's your Pokemon of the week. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. All right, we'll be back
0: next week, of course. The Pokemon news doesn't stop. Neither do we. If you didn't get enough Animal Crossing in this podcast, uh, I do another new podcast called Animals Crossing Lines, which you can find anywhere you get your podcasts. Spotify, Google, Apple. However you're listening to this, whatever app you're using, I'm sure you can find the other one. So... You need more Animal Crossing, there you go. If, uh, if you're listening to this on a Monday morning and you need to get some raids done, we will, do, we will, be, we will be doing some raid battles uh, Monday night, twitch.tv slash If you want to do some raids, get some Charizards, some uh, Garboders, and stuff. Uh, sign up for the competition if you have not done that also in Sword and Shield. I think that's it. Greg is at White Wing on Twitter. Will is at washing the Sink. I'm at Dragging a Lake. You can follow the podcast at PKMNCast on Twitter as well. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Be safe. Wash your hands. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we
1: are super effective.
2: Super eggs instead of stones, fish, trees, leaf. <sighs>
0: This podcast is supported by our Patreon backers and some of those people paid money to get their name read at the end of this show. A huge thank you to Alex, Courtney, Jetsy, Casey, Catherine, Kay, Kevin, Liam, Matthew, Noah, Patrick, Riton, and Sejinness. And a shout out to our executive producer of Anthony. Thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the podcast as well, you can go over to patreon.com slash it's super effective, or you can head over to the easier to remember domain, Ise.cash. Super easy to remember because money exchanges hands and i s e is short for the podcast. Uh, also shout out to Nick who does all the music for the show and yeah thank you for listening thank you for making it to the end this was new hey it was different we'll see you guys next week thank you so much for supporting the show and listening really really truly appreciate it we'll see you next week bye